Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. episode of the Pretty Okay podcast. I am your host, Taylor Holman. And I'm Samantha Welker. And today we are going to talk about the thing that I'm pretty sure the homework that you have not done. (laughs) So it's important homework, especially if you have a product-based business. Pause. That would be for sleigh bells. For sleigh bells. Prepping for sleigh bells. Becoming one of the one of the elves and having your shit together for the holiday shopping season. Uh so because Black Friday is almost here. Let's oh be my real. God. It's yes. We are recording this episode in October. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I have been thinking about the holiday or like source holiday marketing plan since the summer. Mm-hmm. As you yeah, should. That, that doesn't mean that I've necessarily been like actively doing things <laughs> since the summer, but I've at least been thinking about it. Yes. And I have a plan on paper that I just need to to execute. But um, you know, I knowing the life of a business owner and entrepreneur, it's quite busy. Yeah. So if you feel like I'm calling you out erroneously. I'm sorry, but I'm taking a wild stab at it and thinking that you haven't done shit yet. If you're feeling <laughs> defensive, maybe you need to look inward and figure out why that is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I think that this is a great topic to just dive into because it is so meaty and it's mm-hmm. super important for most business owners. Yeah. And like I said, honestly, the time to start planning it was in the summer because there's a lot of assets that you need to create and those don't happen overnight, right? Like photos and videos and all of that copywriting that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't realize, oh, it's mid-October or early November and I need a photo shoot. Like sorry. Everyone you email is going to be like non-responsive or laugh at you. Yeah. Yeah. Or charge but you a billion dollars. If they're listening to this and they're like, shit, I did need a photo shoot. What should they do? Time to use your phone and invest in some sort of mobile styling mat or 
like photo backdrop, which there are tons of on the internet at this point, and usually cost somewhere around one hundred to two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So you know you can totally put together a makeshift little photo box for yourself and you know shoot what you need but yeah if you wanted to have those professionally shot photos unfortunately the window is closed my friends <laughs> unfortunately yeah, yeah you might be able to find some small you know up and coming photographers who have space on their calendar but yeah the DIY route is probably going to be the best yeah. Bet right now. I know we've had our at Solly Baby, our holiday shoot. Well, we've done one of them already, but the other one is happening next week, but it's been on the books for since summer. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and you know, for sourced, we we just like lather, rinse, repeat on a lot of stuff for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if you are feeling like oh, fuck, I didn't do anything new. Honestly, no one is going to recognize or remember nope. that you used the same assets nope. 12 months ago. So that is 100% a valid approach to use when you're talking about any of your holiday assets. So yeah. Um, so yeah. I think so, same goes for copy too, because I am certainly repurposing copy from last year. There's no need to reinvent the wheel, guys. We we have no. a whole episode about it. <laughs> no, yeah, I I honestly, <laughs> to be totally honest with all of you, I hit duplicate on mm-hmm. all of our emails because they do what I need them to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now if they weren't, if it wasn't a successful series of emails, then I wouldn't be hitting duplicate on them, right? Or maybe I would, but I'd be going in and making a bunch of changes. But yeah, I definitely am not recreating the wheel every year. So that's why, even though I've been thinking about the holidays since the summer, I have, I have the luxury of not needing to execute on it, you know, right away. Yeah. Um, So, but the other big thing that I think is important to think about as early as possible is what your offer is and how exactly you're going to promote it. So, I mean, when we are doing offers for Sourced, we have a different one for Black Friday, Shop Small Saturday, and Cyber Monday. So we have Mm -hmm. three offers that go out. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're all different styles. So we do a free gift with purchase on Black Friday. We do a discount on Shop Small. No, I take that back. What is Shop Small Saturday? Shop Small Saturday. I don't even remember. (laughs) I'm going to have to look that one up. Um, I feel like that one might just be a percentage discount. And then the Cyber Monday is uh oh no shop small saturday is free shipping and then cyber monday is a discount so just a site-wide percentage discount so cyber monday is solely focused on our stock photo membership okay where the other two days are focused on styling blocks got it so that was a very that was a terrible description (laughs) 
it's not my finest hour, folks. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so we use a combination of offers during the holiday season. Um, and, you know, there's some extension of discounts mm-hmm. running through kind of late November where we have a shipping deadline. Um, but what do you, what are you guys doing over at Solly? I can't technically say mm-hmm. um, because they like it to be a surprise. Oh. But I will say, um, you know, we we're very big into testing how promos work throughout the year and then trying to mm-hmm. apply it different tactics um, for November. And like, so last year it was very convoluted. It was like a different offer every day. And I was like, I can't, I don't even know what the offer is today and I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be marketing it. So it was, my advice here is to keep it simple. You know, yeah. you don't need nine days worth of deals. Stick with Black Friday through Monday. That's when everybody's offering their deals. Do the same thing, you know. And I think like, you know, you could test some different promo strategies. You could test like Black Friday. You do a percentage off. Cyber Monday redline things and see what does better for you. So if you're just doing like strike through markdowns on your site and you see way more traffic and conversions that way versus like a 20% off. That'll give you some good data for moving forward for, you know, promos later down the uh, in the year. But um, I, I think I had mentioned on our intro podcast last time that I just did a webinar with, uh, <laughs> I already forgot their names, Shopify, Shopify, Meta, TikTok, and Google, all about Black Friday holiday ad campaigns. And one of the things they were saying is start now. That was their biggest takeaway is like it's people are shopping already. You have to either start with your lead gen now or you have to start with your offers now. And I think we're in a, you know, we're in a very weird spot this year, right? With this quote unquote recession. And I hate even saying that word because I hate getting in that line of thinking, but it's ad spend is higher right now across the board sales are soft for everybody. I don't know if you've noticed how many people are doing discounts like that were never doing discounts before. I'm seeing some of like my favorite like cool home brands that have they're never on sale. They're way too cool who are like 20% off, 20% off, you know. Um so it's it's a little rough out there at the moment. So having your strategy in place and implementing it as early as you can, I think is a really good idea. Now that's not to say you need to be giving a discount starting now through Cyber Monday. It's saying you need to be capturing that data, whether that's through social or partnerships or emails, to get people on the hook for when you do have your big promo. Gotcha. That was a very long-winded answer to I can't tell you what Solly Baby's doing, <laughs> but here are some of my tips. Yes. But that's interesting. So, I mean, because I agree that sales are soft. Yeah. Um, because the world is extra weird and no one knows up from down anymore. And <laughs> also, no one can, like, basically 
I feel like the news in general is just like, the world is falling apart. Oh, no, but it's not a recession. But, oh, the stock market lost 2% yesterday. Like, yeah. Um, So I like the idea of, I mean, when you're referring to lead gen, you're really, from the way that most business owners would apply that would be focusing on building out their email list. Correct. Right? Yes. So so if you're listening to this and you don't already have something like a lead magnet set up or some sort of freebie that you can give away to incentivize people to get on your email list, Mm -hmm. then now's a great time to do that. Adding a pop-up to your website is a great idea. To, you know, and you don't even have to pair it with an offer when you're doing that. You can just, you know, put your your email capture form in the pop-up, giving them the the easy opportunity to sign up. Yeah. And for sure, if you don't already have some sort of lead capture form on your website that just lives there in perpetuity, yeah. which is something that a lot of people don't have. Which is crazy. Yeah. Also a great thing to add at this point in time because you yeah. just want to give people options and opportunities to get on your email list so that when the time comes to put the offer in front of them, you've got that audience that's super warm as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to sell to people who have who are like seeing your brand for the first time, which is exponentially yeah. more difficult. Yeah. And if you're finding that like, oh, your your pop-up's not really converting or people aren't really subscribing, you know, try – you could try changing it to being a little more enticing for those Black Friday promos. You know, having it say something like uh, VIP subscribers get first access to Black Friday or something like that, right? Something that tells them, oh, I need to be on this list if I want to get that Black Friday deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. So – I don't have a VIP list. Everyone just finds out at the same time. Well, I mean, it's not really a VIP list. It's just your <laughs> VIP if you're on the email, I mean. Hey, it's all about how you wrap it up, guys. Hello. <laughs> Everybody wants to feel special. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I hope I hope people are like, oh, this is marketing? <laughs> just yes. borderline fucking lie to people and make it's them feel psychological good about psychological bullshit, it. you guys. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, but it's important for you to, to to understand the psychological bullshit game that gets played yep. on the marketing side. So, um, yeah, so everyone should be focusing on lead gen for their holiday campaigns. Um, one of the things that if you have – if you are selling product on multiple sites, Here's another, I'm going to take a wild stab at it and make assumptions about things you probably haven't done. If you have a Shopify site or a Squarespace site and then you have an Etsy shop or maybe you also sell things on Creative Market or wherever, Mm -hmm. your email marketing platform, I'm also guessing, is another spot, right? It's another tab on your browser. And unless you have gone through the effort of using something like Zapier to create these automated 
uh, actions to get people from one platform to another, you have all these all like customers that you've already sold something to that are missing out on your communication, your email mm-hmm. communication. So if you have an Etsy shop and a Squarespace shop or a Shopify shop, my advice is to download your customer lists and upload them into your email marketing platform. Um, Being mindful that with GDPR, Mm -hmm. which is the whole Euro thing that we, you know, Y2K'd back in like 2019. I don't know. We all thought their marketing was going to collapse on itself. Um, I don't personally import European emails into my email marketing platform because of GDPR. Right. Um, but you can always give the, you basically just need to give them a, a very easy opportunity to opt out of your list. Yeah. So it's always best practice that if you are doing these like bulk or batch imports of contacts to send an email newsletter that like explains how they got on the, your email list and gives them an easy opt out yeah. so that you're, you know, not just like doing the dirty thing to your customer. Right. So if you haven't done that, that's your homework because Adding that's into a-, a welcome flow. Mm-hmm. And it's such an easy way to seriously bulk up your email list. So now that you guys are all going to go frantically work on your lead gen (laughs) for the holiday season, let's talk about marketing tactics and how you can help people to see your product and your offer and then (laughs) smash that subscribe button, right? Smash it. Do you want to build your brand by being a guest on industry-leading podcasts? If you own a business, my guess is you do. So picture this. You, a dynamic executive, effortlessly connecting with engaged audiences, turbocharging your top of funnel marketing, and creating a treasure trove of content with every episode. Podcasting is the game changer you've been waiting for, and PodcastAlly.com is your VIP ticket to podcast PR success. Say goodbye to the ordinary and hello to the extraordinary exposure. Head over to PodcastAlly.com now and let them know that Pretty OK sent you. Your brand deserves to shine, and they're ready to make it happen. Smash it. So I think one of the keys, just overarching when it comes to a holiday marketing plan, is to start early. So Mm -hmm. just like Sam talked about building your lead gen list early, like sooner rather than later, you don't want someone to just like wake up on Black Friday and have their first um, like put your offer in front of them for the first time when we all know our inboxes are fucking insanity (laughs) on Black Friday. So that's like a surefire way for you to shoot yourself in the foot and like be just a part of the noise. during the holiday rush. So you want to start at least priming people for your sales, 
you know, a couple weeks before, not like bombarding them, but I like to send one email that's like a week and a half to two weeks out that outlines all of the offers that we're going to have. And then I'll do kind of like a traditional where, you know, one week out in a few days and then do our, our email for each day. Sometimes we'll, depending on how I'm feeling, uh, sometimes I'll do two emails on each day of the the holiday rush. But yes, don't send your first holiday marketing email <laughs> on the morning of Black Friday because that is <sighs> terrible. It's, it's terrible, terrible for you. No it's one's going to see it. It might go to spam. Or they might yeah. just like, you know, get lost in the, the myriad of emails that are landing in inboxes across the world. Um, and, you know, even if you don't want to like send out dedicated emails weeks ahead of time, include like a little banner in your email or something. Just include it in content that you already have planned to go out. Like Black Friday is coming. Here's the details. If it, Like depending on how many details you want to give. But I think like at least letting people know, yes, we are doing a Black Friday promo. Um, well, is is good because then they'll be on the lookout for it. Now, that said, you know, that always does lead to a little bit of cannibalization in sales during that period because mm-hmm. people are mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to wait for the Black Friday deal. But I mean, to be honest, it's going to happen either way, you know? Totally. Because if people are already like, well, maybe I'll just wait and see if they have a Black Friday deal, at least you know now, like – now they're locked in essentially because they know it's coming that you're going to make that conversion. So, yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of it. We all mm-hmm. experience cannibalization during the holidays. Yep. Um, like October, November, and the first part of November historically have been quiet months for sourced. Mm-hmm. And then we always see a bump during the holiday rush. Um, and then things drop back off in December and January. So right. it's um, just why KPIs are so important <laughs> because I have these very realistic expectations because I've seen, I can see very clearly what has happened in the past year over year. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> another plug for doing KPIs. So, um, so in addition to, I mean, you talked about how it's important to just like start dropping these messages on all of the places that you're already doing marketing. Um, When it comes to your website, adding a banner or a pop-up is great. If you're at the top of your shop page, there's space for copy and different content to be swapped out. You know, let people know that things are coming. You know, give them, again, the opportunity to sign up for your email list for that VIP access to your deal. Um, you know, social media is, you know, the necessary evil that we all have to play with. Um, but then partnerships are also an interesting marketing tactic when used very strategically. Um, and you have to be very strategic with your asks as well. And you definitely have, this is something that like should have been done a long time ago. Um, so, you know, at the, the time of publishing this episode, probably not the best time to try to like convince someone to help you market your product. Um, 
but if you have affiliates or mm. partners that are, are that are existing, then making sure that they are informed about your holiday offers well in advance, giving them, you know, new images or graphics or, you know, swipe copy that makes it very easy for them to go out there and promote your product is always best practice because, you know, as much as influencers are influencers or affiliates are affiliates, like people are way more likely to do it when you've just like handed them what they need. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. make it, make it painless. Yeah. Make it painless. So the other thing that you've been playing with Sam is all of the paid media mm-hmm. and paid traffic options, which that is not yes. my area of expertise. I'm like an organic girl. <laughs> no, I know you know I am I am the same um but it's also it's something that I've I've gotten very heavily into managing like the marketing team with Solly and so basically you guys do not spend your money on Black Friday ads this year just don't do it because or sorry let me rephrase during the Black Friday week don't spend your money because it's going to be so fucking expensive and it's not going to be any return. Um, and even based that, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Webinar that I was on. They said the same oh, thing. The Shopify one? Yeah. Even like Meta's like only the big kids can play really this wow. holiday season because of just the way everything is in the economy, the way it is with businesses, like the price of paid media ads during Black Friday week is going to be astronomical and you're going to be fighting up against a lot of noise. So the best thing to do is start now, right? Mm. So you can start kind of like what we talked about before. If you want to do Facebook ads or Instagram ads, do it as a lead gen to get people to sign up for your email list for that VIP Black Friday. Do it, you know, in a way that it's not that you're still getting that traffic and getting those those lead conversions essentially. I know it's not a direct sale at the moment, but fingers crossed, you know, it will be once the promo's actually live. So it's I would I would highly advise like if you have limited ad spend um for your business, like utilizing it early rather than during the time of the actual Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and just work on pushing your organic stuff that time. Good to know. And I mean, scene. And scene. I mean, I have such a paid advertising always feels like a a big dog yep. play yep. to me. Because, you know, as a small business, Spending $500 a month on ads is not nothing. No. And that's kind of the minimum that you need to get any sort of data, right? Which is shitty. So I, you know, Mm -hmm. I personally, that's why I'm an an organic marketer. Like I just, I don't do the, the paid channels because the target is always moving. Like Uh Meta constantly 
is moving the target. They're constantly changing the interface of the tools that you build the ads in, which yep. just makes me want to scream. <laughs> makes me want to scream. So I like this approach of just like, you know, warm up the audience yeah. leading up to it. Um, Google advertising is always an interesting one to me because it's like super high user intent mm-hmm. because – and I just – that's like – I just said all of the marketing jargon things, guys. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> about that. Uh, meaning it's high intent because the way Google ads are set up, as the business owner, you are telling Google that you'd like to – place an ad when people are searching for specific keywords and phrases. Um, so when you're doing that, like if you're, you know, saying I want my ad to show up when someone's searching for a baby wrap. Yeah. Right. Like that person is looking for a baby wrap. Right. I don't know. Is baby wrap what you even call it? It is, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I was like, it. <laughs> it sounds weird coming out of my mouth. I was like, is that what it is? Um, so there's a very high intent. And so the trick then with Google advertising is knowing the keywords and phrases that yeah. your customers are searching for, but also because it's pay per click, it the more competitive or right attractive the keyword or phrases, the more expensive it is. And sometimes you can be paying five, ten dollars or more per click. Mm -hmm. And that obviously does not guarantee any sort of sale. So general search engine marketing can be, which is SEM, if you ever see the, you know, that alphabet soup floating around. that can get very expensive for small businesses if yeah. you are in a product or a service that like has like high value keywords and phrases. So, um, but it is something to think about if you've done your due diligence and really done a bunch of keyword research and, and understand wholeheartedly yeah. what yeah. you would want to be going after. And, you know, on that webinar that I was on, the Google gal was talking about um, performance max campaigns, mm-hmm. which I think you have to already be signed up for as a Google ad account. Um, but she says those are the best way to kind of get everything out there right now. And then, the again, the, the name of the game with like your SEO and your SEM and your Google advertising is just do it now. You know, the more time they have to rank your stuff with your search terms, the better off you'll be. After you're done with this, go write a blog post or something. Do something to get some content out there. It's only going to help you. Yeah. The other thing that I really learned in my dabbling of paid advertising Uh is that you really have to have thought through where your ad is dumping people. Yeah. So you can't just, it is not a good way to spend your money if you are running an ad on Google or social media and it just clicks through to your website's homepage or your generic shop page. 
um, because it's not like a clean path to purchase. So if you are going to start doing any sort of paid advertising, it is incredibly important that you have thought through every step of the buyer experience to make sure that, you know, the ad is pointing to like relevant content and information and it's very easy for them to see like a continuous line between the ad that you serve them and the product that you are asking them to buy. Yes. So um, just don't make that mistake. And landing pages are a whole nother conversation because that is an art form in and of itself. Um, <laughs> True. Landing page like landing pages for ads are are kind of hard in my opinion. So um yeah. Not to scare anyone. I basically just <laughs> probably made everyone feel like, well, so I'm not doing any paid advertising. Well, um, I mean, if you do paid know. ads and you're using, you know, product imagery or lifestyle imagery featuring a specific product, the easiest thing is to assume that people are clicking on it for that product. So link it to that PDP. Like yeah. if you're if you're not taking them directly to that product page, like they don't want to search for it. They're going to bounce real quickly. Like I, I know yeah. I would. Yeah. It's super annoying too. Like, yeah. I mean, we've all had that experience clicking on an ad because we saw something like a particular product that yep. we were interested in. And then yep. you land on a page that requires any effort. Yes. If it requires any effort to find that same product, that person is gone. And then all you've paid for was the impression and the click and you're not making any money. So yeah, um, I'm I'm currently in a war with Pottery Barn about this because mm. they keep fucking targeting me with these really pretty lit up spider webs. And every time I click on it, because I'm like, oh, is it back in stock? And it's not. It's just just takes me to their Halloween collection page. And it's not there. And I understand that like the way advertising works with Facebook is you upload in bulk a lot of times and you can't, if you take one down, you have to take them all down. So a lot of times when products are out of stock, you know, you can't just take that, that ad down. But I feel bamboozled because every goddamn time I click on it, hoping for a lit up spider web and a lit up spider web is not to be found. So I forget Don't where I was barn. going with this, um, but the point is something about yeah. paid ads. I don't know. Don't be Pottery Barn and pottery barn. make sure your ad clicks through to the thing you were selling in the ad. just be the title of the episode. Don't be Pottery Barn and the lit up spider webs. <laughs> the tale of yeah. Pottery Barn and the lit up spider webs. Oh. I will say I click every goddamn time, but still retargeting at its finest. Oh, sons of bitches. I know. So, sons of bitches. Um, well, I think I think those are all the things we wanted to say about holiday sales and promotion. And then some. And then some. Um, I mean, I, I do really want people to th- start tracking some real data this year if you've not done that in the past mm. so that – Next year, you A, are not starting from scratch, and B, you have realistic expectations um, because there's nothing more – like, it sucks so bad to think, oh, I'm going to 
I'm going to see, you know, like a 50% bump in sales or whatever, whatever your high hopes are. It sucks when that gets squashed. Is that your stomach? Did you hear that? (laughs) Are you starving? (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, that was my stomach. Um, I have not eaten yet. I have not eaten breakfast because I was going to hop on the Peloton after we finished recording. Um, but apparently I need to go like at least stick a spoonful of peanut butter. In my I'm not cutting this out because that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was like a, a third host on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Taylor, eat uh, something. Uh, yep. Yep. You know, this is what happens when Taylor tries to overschedule herself for a day. I'm sorry. It's my <laughs> fault. No, it's not your fault. I normally ride the Peloton around like 9 or 9.30. And so I would like be eating around this time. Yep. So apparently a a 30 to 60 minute delay results in actual like Halloween sounds coming out of my abdomen. <laughs> Oh, good times, good times. No it. one was expecting to hear that on the podcast today. Nobody. <laughs> I think that's a great way to end it, though. It is, it is. Um, eat your breakfast, kids. Get your daily exercise in. You know, be healthy and Godspeed. <laughs> yep. And create some fucking holiday content. And create some holiday content. So, um, per usual, we will have show notes up on the website prettyokpodcast.com and we'll do some things on the socials even the though socials. we're mad at the internet always <laughs> it still won't be reels no no well, i don't know it might maybe uh, i don't know i don't know i think it's okay <laughs> i'm gonna just be one of those people who starts posting that with the audio i love the oh. snarky content creator audio that's like Here's a seven second image as a reel. Yep. Yep. Yeah, fine. That's you our style. Let me play the game. I'll play the game. Yes. That is our style for sure. Um, but yes, you can follow along on Instagram shenanigans at pretty okay podcast. And we'll be back at some point. We're, you know, at some point in a few some weeks, point. some point two with weeks? a new episode. Yeah. We have not decided what our next topic's going to be. So that's why. Yeah. You're getting this very nondescript closing because I don't know what we're talking about next. But if you have any ideas, send them our way because we'd love to make sure that we're helping you out with weird conversations about real business problems. Maybe that's our tagline. That's a great tagline. Weird conversations about real business problems. I love that. I dig it. it. More merch. All right, everyone. Well, we will catch you next time. If you enjoyed my gurgling stomach or learned something today, be sure to subscribe and leave a review and have a beautiful rest of your week. And we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.